Sup. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and future Bachelor only, and not affiliated with any outside party or entity. This fun podcast may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. All right, welcome to Future Bachelor. It's just me, Veronica, and we're doing something a little different. So if you are here on Instagram and you listen or watch me, do my little tipsy talks as I've branded them over the years of when I watch the show, give my commentary. You're you might not even be a listener of her podcast, which you should subscribe to. But uh, tonight we're doing it where what I'm posting here to our tipsy talks will be actually turned into this week's podcast as well as our YouTube video of our podcast. So if this is your entrance into our podcast, Welcome. Usually I'm joined by my co-host, Sai, but tonight it will just be me from the comfort of my home. And we're starting off with the Golden Bachelor. It's Hometowns Week. And um, for those of you who are watching this on YouTube or maybe you're listening to the podcast, uh, when I, I sometimes switch between just... As I was saying, when I do this, if you're a podcast listener or a YouTube watcher, when I watch the show on uh, Instagram and I do these tipsy talks the night of watching the show, I switch between me talking at whatever's happening on the screen, like I am right now, or sometimes I, you know, will just do my own thoughts of me, just my face on. So we'll do, we'll be getting a little bit of both. Right now we're starting in Jersey which um, is our first hometown, which this is interesting. We haven't done like a, just a three person hometown in a while. And we've got Teresa, which I would, I guess she must be from a different part of Jersey. She's so chill. Um, I'm excited. Uh, Gary talked about how this is different than a typical bachelor hometowns because he's like, I'm meeting the kids. I'm not meeting the parents. So, um, cause like they are the parents, which I think that is a totally different vibe. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see like what, like how the kids handle him something that i haven't thought about because like this show um isn't like a typical bachelor season where the 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 prize is engagement like you're supposed to get engaged you're supposed to be this supposed to be who you're marrying but for gary like they don't have to get married they're just looking for a partner for the rest of their life together so my thing is right now similar idea with whenever these shows end in typical times where these are people from all over. They might not live in the same place. I mean, Zach's season, he got lucky that, you know, uh, Katie lived in the same place. But um, they are, you know, living in different places. And these are established older adults. So how will that work for them to, you know, is, are, is this woman going to move to his dream lake house in Indiana? Like, what's going to happen? Something to think about. Okay, see, this is interesting because a lot of times, even in the normal seasons, we get a person who might have, you know, nominated them or told them to apply. So that's her daughter. Uh, Teresa's got her older and younger sisters there who look like carbon copies of each other, which is hilarious. And then Jen, who's her daughter, has some kids. So the grandsons will be meeting Gary as well. Charlotte and Mary, so cute. Yeah, she's been very hanging on to the whole, like, it's been from the beginning, remember our one-on-one date. And Gary kind of hypes that up too, honestly. He's like, you put your hand on my shoulder, you were so reassuring when I couldn't drive in the LA traffic, because I'm from Indiana. 
Wow, that's so interesting. Like, the age thing still plays into this show, too. 70 and 60. These grandsons are going in. Um, the one was all like, she comes over a lot because she's lonely, so it would mean a lot if you married her. Like, <laughs> They are making fun of her duck lip face in photos and stuff. Hilarious. They're doing the duck face now. They're doing the selfie duck face of all of them. That's so funny. That's so funny. This is like Generation Alpha making fun of uh, older than boomers. So. This is so interesting. Like, yeah, like, you know, it's like, what do you say, like, about your mom? You're like, she's nice. Date my mom. But also you're like, you're this guy trying to date my mom. Like, I had a dad. See, okay, she's asking the question that I was just saying, like, what's it like living in different places? Gary's so trained. He's like, you'll figure it out. Yeah, Jersey and Indiana are not close, babes. Yeah. The question we always get, honestly, on hometown dates: Are you in love? Are you falling in love? Like, how do I know that? Like, you're not gonna screw my person over. Gary just gave the whole like the last time I fell in love was in the summer of 1968. Like, shh, shh. You know, one of the chicks you're dating's daughter doesn't need to hear about, like, your love story like that. I don't think it doesn't play the same way to them. And, of course, he used that all to be like, so I don't know yet. I'm not sure. Which I get. Like, you got to, like, kind of hold your cards close to your chest. That's what the show trains you to do, especially if someone like him. But it's it must be hard as a daughter to be all like, well, what am I? I don't want to, like, you know, be like, give this my blessing. Because at the same point, she was like, I can't give it my blessing. I'm her kid. So, like, she's going to do what she's going to do. But also, we love that free childcare when grandma gets to come in because she lives so close. So, her daughter's like, I mean, you killed it, I guess. Like, you brought home someone for the first time and knocked it out of the park. You could tell she's like, sort of jealous. She's like, I had to kiss some frogs. And, like, you bring home someone and, like, it's great. Whatever, mom. You've probably given me shit for that. And, like, her sisters definitely, like, reassured Gary being all like, she loves you. And he, he's like, oh, to hear that she's happy from two sisters, that means the most to me. And he, like, got emotional. Good job, she says. That is such a daughter thing to be all like, god damn it. Like, how come it wasn't me? Like, I had to go through it all. Oh. Oh my god, they're so cute. So now they're going to the pier in New Jersey, where they're at now. They're doing back-to-back -back pier dates, uh, and they're on a the little um, uh, Ferris wheel. And now Teresa said, I'm not just falling in love with you. I am in love with you. And he's just like, I, that makes me feel so special. And now they're making out, which is great. But I felt like when he, like, when she said I'm falling in love with you last episode, he kind of, like, almost let her down easy. So I don't know, like, I want to believe that he's, like, in it with her, but I just don't, I don't know if he's been too media trained or what. Especially because, like, her daughter, Jen, just got emotional being all like, you know, 
no matter how much love we had for my dad, like it doesn't feel weird that he could come into our life and be in this role. So that's saying something. It's like, that's hard. All right, next up is Faith. Of course, Faith is like on a horse farm in Benson City, I believe. Let's see, give us a lower third, baby. I wanna see where we're at. That's so funny, he's so cute. Oh, see, it's so funny. She did like the most jumpy hug that we've seen all season because they're older. They don't do full jumpy hugs, which is like a, a trademark of, of The Bachelor. Benton City. He's like, I'm used to rural, but not this rural, huh? I ride my horse to the grocery store and sometimes to the tavern. Are we in... 1900 like what is going on I live in the country country in Washington coyotes coyote yeah I was about to say like she's acting like what she's doing is so far-fetched from what he does he's literally in small town Indiana on a lake and he's all like, I see a pretty lady on a horse. I'm vibing. You look great. I don't know why I just gave him a Southern accent. Oh, you see, but that's the thing. Once again, here we go. We get into the situation like he bought this dream house, but it's technically the dream house for him and Tony. Tony died. He has it in Indiana. She's like, I don't want to move. This is like where it's like, can you teach an old dog new tricks? Like, will any of these work out because they're not going to want to move? Okay, so she's been saying she's falling in love with him deeper and deeper. Mm, I don't know. He feels like he dodged the second kiss. Who's how? Wow, one of her sons called that she to get the first impression, Rose. Her sons look very made up. Like, it looks like they might have put on some makeup to make sure they were camera ready, too. Which, like, no hate, no shade. So we got, that's her sister, big sister. Big sister looks great too, good for her. Love that, Beth. Oh my God, this is getting emotional because she's like, you let the, you let the wall down, you feel safe. Honestly, I would like Faith with more of a haircut like her sister Beth. Her sister Beth's got a great haircut. It's working for her. I love it. Oh yeah, I forgot that Faith has this like kind of sob story about, you know, her background. About, you know, being kind of like homeless as a teen. When, when did, what about the older sister then? I'm confused. Gary just got hit by the are you in love question from Faith's sons. And he hesitated. And I thought he was going to kind of give a canned answer like he did with Teresa. And he said, eh, yeah, I think I am. And it, and her sons were like, oh, really? Which uh, we, we've seen previews that he's going to be like, this is hard. I'm in love with three women, which is like the the, the go to nowadays with the show. Like, I don't think we've had a season. It's more normal now for people to be like being like, I realize I'm in love with more than one person. And then it is not, and I feel bad because we gave Clayton a lot of shit when it was his season. But I think we mostly gave him shit. 
because he handled it really poorly. And he also like acted like that, that was back when they still put them together after the fantasy suites, which I think is a poor move. And um, he was acting like, you know, he didn't do what he did with the other women and that he didn't say what. Yeah, see now, it's similar to what I was just saying, like the sister asked that and he's like, you know, the way she looks at me, I can tell that she feels safe, like, and I feel like we want the same thing. And like, so I, I feel like just based on how he's reacting with all of this and how he's reacting with Teresa, like I think he wanted Teresa's family to like him. And I feel like in this situation, he's really saying how like he likes Faith. I also think it's funny that he's been meeting all these sisters who technically he could be dating too. I mean, I think they maybe are married or not or who whatever, but it's just kind of in, it's kind of funny. Oh my god! And once again, some grandsons, so cute. Also, why did he put on like this blazer? Was that to like show like, look, I'm city, you guys? But like, look at this huge house. Like, where? All right, we got one. We got one. Gary said, I love you to Faith. And he said, would you say it out loud to her? And, he, and she said, yeah. And he said, I love you. And she said, I love you too. Woof. Woof, woof, woof. He's digging himself into a hole. He's on his way to his next date. It's funny because they're like, well, I'd cancel that. We could tell you love her. And that's like when he said it. But I feel like they're going to... These older folks might handle it differently than when, you know, some of these younger people get broken up with because they have been so far this season. But like now we're like in it. So I'm just I'm, I'm interested to see, like, especially you've met these grandkids who are like, are you going to marry my Nana? Like, I don't know. All right. Leslie is in Minneapolis. I love Minneapolis. I'm from Chicago. For many of you who know, so we're from a Chicagoland suburb. And I've been in Minneapolis plenty of times. I have friends that live there now. I have family that lives there. She's got some siblings. Oh. Oh my God. Wow, that is like literally they make memes out of that. Like my dad dropped me off and never came back. Oh my god her dad died okay i thought he like left but like he just died he didn't pick him or her up from school that's horrible wow what a cold start i mean crazy hard harsh start to this hometown day being like welcome to minneapolis she kind of almost successfully did a jumpy hug and then now she's like and here's my trauma I feel like with Leslie's family, we're finally getting some of that more like overprotective energy. We've had claims of it with the last two families, but like we've got her older brother who's acting like her dad or had acted like kind of like, you know, that patriarchal figure in her life from a young age. We've got her her daughter who's definitely like a daughter who's like going to be protective. We've got um, what Jen definitely was, but like she seemed more chill with it with Teresa. And then we've got her two sons who are like, oh, what's it like dating other and knowing that he's dating other people? Doesn't that bother you? And she's like, of course it does. You guys know me. What I would, would <laughs> the daughter's like, yeah, you have a bad picker. Uh, okay, so here we know, like best friend situation. I love my mom. I really do. But like, she's my mom. She's not my best friend. 
I use her for a lot of advice, but I could see how this could, you know, it's a, this is tough because like the first kind of talking like pals. Cause it's like, you know, like this could be Stuart. Oh, Stuart's like, you're so different. And he's protective. I mean, I have younger brothers, but they've always been protective of me, too. See, this is this is the first time we get, like, a blessing talk, because otherwise, like, that hasn't really been an element. You can't really ask kids for a blessing. It doesn't matter. But, like, are we really going to get married at this point? Why? You're older. What do you need? Like, I guess maybe for some down the road. But at this point, why? They're in great areas of of Minneapolis. It's so cool. Alrighty, we've got, you know, we got Leslie saying that she's in love with him as well. Uh, not just falling in. And he's saying, you know, he's holding him up against a wall right now that he's falling for her too. Oh my God, is he about to say that he loves her? He did. He just said, I love you. So the only person he hasn't said, I love you to is Teresa, which makes sense because I didn't, I felt like he's sort of been like, I like her. I like her. We have a great connection, but I feel like they're both hanging on to that first date. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's making out with her against the wall. Some woman just walked by. Like, I hate that even on the normal show. Like I'm not, this is not ageism. This is more just like, it's a weird vibe. Wow, damn, Leslie. Okay, girl. Walking into this, walking into this rose ceremony being like, gotta show them what I got. Maybe this will help my chances. I, I am, I am loving these one hour episodes because like, this is a nice succinct. We've seen all the hometown dates. We're getting, you know, we're getting to this rose ceremony. Hopefully we get it all the way through. Fingers crossed. But I, I've been, I've been liking the pace for this episode specifically. I know I've talked about on the podcast that some of them, they maybe were cutting out some of the good parts, but I feel like we've, this has been the right way, the right way to do it. Like going into two hours of paradise is going to be interesting after this. Wow, Leslie gets the first rose. She got it last rose ceremony too. I wonder if it's recency bias, which definitely plays into this. I love Bachelor Data. Follow her on Instagram at Bachelor Data for some of like that analysis of what happens. But this is hilarious. Giving out two roses is so ridiculous because then Jesse literally like steps out of the room for two seconds to then walk in being all like, anyways, last rose. But I feel like we got a preview that like Gary might need to walk out before he gives out this final rose. Which I could see, but time is ticking, Gerster. I, if it's not Faith, I don't know what. Which would be hilarious in the sense that Faith and Leslie, for a while, I would get confused which one was which. They got similar vibes. Teresa just gotta go. I like her, but she's kind of annoying. Oh. Oh, see, this is hard, because, like... All right, I spoke too soon. Well, you didn't get the end of the bro ceremony, but we are getting it next week with our Golden Women Tell All. I had created something only to 
Wow, this is going to be tough. I believe he's talking to Teresa. I just have it in my gut. All right, now we're switching straight to paradise. We're getting the view that Charity's gonna come down this week. We're showing that, you know, Kat's had, excuse me, some ups and downs with her journey in paradise from ditching Brayden, from going with Tanner, from Tanner ditching her. And now it looks like she's about to be encroaching on some other people's men. And they're not gonna have it. So I'm, I'm just, Kat's imploding. I'm intrigued to see how much she plays with her hair and how she uses that to try to get her way. I love how we're getting like Brayden's take of Kat's demise because he was like, you know? Yeah, you know, he's all like, look, he's like just kind of waiting for it to implode. He's all like, you know, I got out of this and now we're waiting to see what's about to happen. Everyone's tense. He's awake, he's about to come. Discussions are about to be had and it's not gonna be good. Look at, and Brayden is the first one to greet him being all like, good luck, ho. No, it's not. They're all like, mm, <laughs> wouldn't want to be him. <laughs> This man is literally still rubbing the sleep out of his eyes, and he's all like, wow, she's coming in hot with, like, you, it was my birthday, and you should have talked to me first. But I wanted to have options. Ooh. But I just had a way better date with Davia. is pretty much what he wants to say. Oh my god, I love her confessionals. She's wild. And she was like this on uh, Zach's season. She's crazy. And I don't like to say that about women. But like, I love the fact that like, she thinks she's so self-aware. And it, it just like isn't there. Tanner pretty much just like, I'm breaking up with you pretty much. Like, I don't see, after last night, after me making out with Davia... I'm vibing with her way better, pretty much, is what he pretty much tried to do the nice way of that. And she is, once again, being passive-aggressive. Kat is so passive-aggressive. She'll come off full-aggressive in her confessionals, being all like, I'm so much better than you. How dare you do this to me? Blah, 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 blah. And then she'll be just, like, passive-aggressive. Like, she's like, if you don't see it with me, that's fine. Instead, then she'll be talking mad shit, uh, 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 you know, behind the scenes or to whoever, being all like, I'm way better than him. I'm whatever. Like, you can't break up with me. Like, this is like, I'm breaking up with you. Like, it just doesn't, doesn't add up. Doesn't add up. The dudes are all like, bruh, these girls are about to come for us. Like, they just said no F-boys. It's such a double standard. I like Sam's bathing suit. So now things are about to get even more real. If, I don't know who else is going to come down besides Charity this episode. People are getting, uh, things are getting close. But Avon and Kylie seem tight. Okay, Sam and Peter can't be a real thing. 
I kind of like Brayden and Rachel together. Tyler and Mercedes, but that's going to get messed up. I know it. Yeah, but that's in their tents. Things aren't there. Blake and Jess aren't really vibing. Look at how cute Jess is. All right, Genevieve is coming down with some fresh highlights. Actually, they don't look that fresh. She's got, you know, fresh straightener, fresh pre French press or something. Not French press. Silk press. Oh, my God. These girls are so young now. And, like, I, I'm not that much older than them, but it feels, like, a lot older. Also, they're all so thin. They're all so thin. Like, the only ones that aren't, like, I mean, they're all thin. But, like, I feel like Kylie's the only one that has, like, any real curve curve on her. And, like, same with Eliza. I don't know who Genevieve's going to connect with. Is she going to be the one that Blake's going to be into? Oh, there it is. Right, Blake might be Genevieve's pick because she likes that he's older. He's like 33. She's 26. Uh, he did kind of give her like a full download of like how him and Jess got into it the day prior. But I don't know. Um, I, I think she's just trying to feel it out, too. So we'll have to see um, if she goes on this date. And then, you know, if that then gives Jess time to go hit on Tyler, which is not what Mercedes wants. All right, so Genevieve did pick Blake for the date, but Blake is being good, and he's asking, you know, he's asking to go chat with Jess. They're going to go talk. Jess is wearing this sexy, cute little lingerie-inspired bikini right now. Um, I definitely feel like people are sleeping on Jess. She's adorable. Okay, so now, you know, they're talking it out. I think she's going to give him the go-ahead to go. I do think, obviously, in true fashion... She's more interested in him now, now that he's wanted. But, I mean, there it is. That's how it always is. And I also think Blake kind of wants her to feel jealous because he wants to get, like, a more definite answer out of her, too. Blake kind of shot himself in the foot a little bit by saying, like, that, you know, it feels good to feel wanted. And now Jess is like, now I feel guilty because I felt guilty I couldn't give you a straight answer last night. And... No, whatever. But, I mean, Blake made a good point. Him going on this date will give her time to explore other connections without him, uh, you know, being around. Yeah, now she feels worse. Are they, like, breaking up? All right. Pretty much. It sounds like this is like the pre-breakup, which I feel like that's such a thing. All right, Kat's back on the market, and now she's about to go after John Henry. And this is after we just saw Olivia be all like, me and John Henry are flourishing. They're talking about golfing together. They're talking about whatever. I just, I don't know. Kat is, I don't think either of these women, Kat or Olivia, are one to mess with. And I feel like not going to be a good time with them butting heads. Kylie's trying to finesse this too. And look, 
I love Brayden's. I love Brayden's commentary during all this. It's so funny. And also, like, Kat's big thing is that she was saying how Tanner doesn't make out with tongue, and she's looking to make out with tongue. I don't know if John Henry looks like he's more willing to make out with tongue either. I don't know. I didn't watch him and Olivia kiss as much. Kat is going in for the kill. She's a predator in this situation. Brayden is hilarious. Oh my god. I wish if I were like drinking right now and I were to take a shot or a drink, a sip for every time she played with her freaking hair this whole episode, I'd be done for. I'd be drunk. I'd be drunk right now. I'd be recording this drunk for you guys. I love how they're doing this like they're behind. They think like they're not being recorded. What? What girlfriend stuff? Went on what show? Went on Charity's show? Okay, now Charity's about to go talk, come down? <sighs> I mean, I feel like I've been having a redemption arc with Aaron because I hated him on Charity season. But now is this all going to be blown up? Sure, people can change. Oh my God, Olivia's doing this hilarious playing with her hair impression of Kat being like, tell me about your job, Jen Henry. And, like, she just said she's going to pull out her hair from playing with it so much Catwell because it's so funny. Poor Eliza's like, how do I keep getting stuck in these situations with these dudes? Okay, John Henry maybe had a tongue ring and maybe had a vibrating tongue ring? What is happening? Now Rachel and Brayden are hanging out, having a good time. I like them together. I feel like he chilled her out so much and she like kind of brought him up too. We love that. We love that. Also, you know what they haven't done at all this season? Let's talk about the boom boom room. I feel like has that become not a thing ever since there's been like some issues of like, you know, sexual misconduct? All right, who's Becca? She was on Zach's season? Was she? When was she on this season at all? I'm looking at, like, her being in the background. I don't know. She's good. These dudes are like, Ugh. Of course, she comes down in a cute little tiny uh, sundress. She's playing right into their eyes. It's not even a cute sundress. It's just small, and it's a sundress. And honestly, I don't think it fits her the right way because I don't get why that's fitted like that. I think her boobs are too big for it. Ooh, taking John Henry for a chat. First cat, now Becca. Cats are like, damn. She's got some espadrilles on and a short dress. That's about it, y'all. But she does have a nice, it looks like she's got some body yaddy yaddy.
some banter, she said. She's been watching some Love Island after she got kicked off of Zach's season. All right, I think, who's Becca gonna take? Oh, not the vibed word, vibe count. Vibes are high and low. All right, so Becca's gonna go with Brayden. They definitely were having a thing. And Rachel was just really starting to like open up and feel better. And now I just feel like we're gonna lose that fun Rachel because that was with Brayden. And she's like, sure, let's talk. She's being chill. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard. All right, Genevieve and Blake are vibing. They're going on some jet skis. He says that I feel grounded with her, that I haven't felt with Jess. Like, I honestly felt like he wasn't into Jess. He wasn't giving any vibes that he was into Jess. And it makes me sad because I think Jess was maybe more into him and she didn't know how to feel. Oh, they're not going jet skiing. They're going on a little kayak. Feels weird that they got into it that far out, but okay, say less. Another word. Vibe, I feel like, has been more the word than clarity this season, which is interesting. Oh, that's beautiful. I would love to go on this date. I have take, taken my boyfriend up paddleboarding with me. It took him a while to get the hang of it. Because it's something I do a lot. Just said that Mercedes, my girl, obviously, but I'm out here on this day, but talking to just shoot my shot. And I'm going to ask her how, you know, she's feeling. It's a vulnerable situation for them both because he wanted to get that date with Genevieve is what he just said. What Tyler just said. And now we saw previews of them making out. So are they about to make out? And he's all like, but Mercedes, my girl. I don't know. I don't know. Meanwhile, we're back with Blake. And Genevieve on this date, and he's like, your smile is contagious. I feel at ease with you. So, I don't know. <sighs> I mean, maybe Genevieve is a better match for him. I feel like Jess is maybe a little too... I don't know. Wow, looks like things are going well with Genevieve and Blake. Looks like they're about to smooch a Rooney. Smooch a Rooney. Looks like they're on Smoocheroni too. That's why I want to have that talk with uh, Mercedes, but maybe I'm going to just kiss you instead. Oh my God. Hot. This is hot. Oh my God. Here we go. Things are getting steamy. Also, what is, like, the music? They're playing, actually, like, real music? Oh, okay. Oh, damn. Getting saucy. It's saucy hour at the beach. All right. Rachel feels like she's put her guard back up now. 
because, you know, she felt like Brayden didn't even let their date breathe enough to then go on this other date. And he was like skipping around me like, I'm going on my second date. Like, she wants to give, like, she wants to give their stuff a chance, which I get. Like, he wants to, like, if he's being asked on a date by a cute girl, he wants to go. So it's tough. And she's also like, I know, like, I technically, he doesn't owe me anything, really, but at the same time. Cochina Tantrica. Oh, and they're going to do some tantric cooking. Oh, boy, it's going to be weird. I, I'm telling you, somebody must have a food fetish on this production team because it's always like they always get into weird food stuff damn they're just like showing pretty much brayden and becca making out and now rachel's sad walking on the beach and avon and the other guys are like who do you think she'll go for now i know if cy were here he's all like whatever i hate rachel she's annoying go brayden but i kind of i feel bad i feel like i really was liking her in this season all right olivia's going in on how much she does not like cat and thinks she's narcissistic and she's going in on john henry and john henry was just talking to tanner being all like i mean i kind of want to talk to cat and i feel like she's finally been more approachable she hasn't been that approachable you like, i want to say like unfriendly but kind of and so i mean uh i think she's just going in because she needs something the boys have the roses uh, who's she gonna get a rose from at this point? Nobody. So she's going for John Henry. And Olivia is not having it. Olivia is not having it. Uh, Olivia just went and grabbed John Henry. And Kat's like very, very confident that she's gonna be John Henry's girl. And she's like, I'm itching to have a tongue in my mouth. She is so funny. Like, her lines, like, her, like, things that she's looking for, her, like, things that she focuses on are hilarious to me. Oh, and now, and now Olivia and John Henry are sitting, like, literally, like, ten, not even, like, six feet away from where Kat is sitting with stuff. And now, like, she's trying to, like, I think Olivia's trying to set it up so, like, she's all, like, talk about Kat in front of Kat. Like, it's so funny. John Henry just said that Olivia is her priority. And she's like, yes. But it's not like she's going to, if, if John Henry gives a rose. All right. Um, John Henry's giving Olivia the reassurance she needs in this moment. He's all like, it's cute that like you want to check in. It's cute that you want to like spend more time with me and that you like, you know, want to be here. And he's saying how she's his number one. Oh, they're so cute. See, like, they're going to make out, and now Kat's going to be like, damn it. Kat's demeanor is so funny. She was like, I'm itching for a tongue in my mouth, and it's not going to be John Henry, sis. What did you think was going to go on, Kat? Like, did you really think you had it in the bag with John Henry? I'm dead. 
It's the way they talk about each other in their confessionals is so funny. All right, Aaron B's like going in, being all like, can't wait to talk to Eliza. Like, I want to get serious. Like, I could definitely see myself with her like long term after the beach. And now Eliza's walking around being like, Kat says she's best friends to Charity, and Charity said steer clear of Aaron B. And here I am in a full relationship with him. And so I am concerned because when is Charity about to walk down and give some more info? Because, uh, woof. Oh, snap. Eliza's like, okay, why is, why did Kat tell me this now? Also, where's the truth? Where's the lies? She's like, tell me what's going on, Aaron. Who's his other girlfriend? Bro, why wouldn't you just be uh, like, if you want to be exclusive, you got to be honest. Because girls always know everything, brother. And Kat was just trying to be desperado. Kat's just trying to start to start. She's got nothing left to lose. Oh, it's never good. Okay, so wait, yeah. Aaron isn't, like, painting the picture very clearly. There's two girls. There's one girl that he dated before the show, but then they broke up. And then there's a different girl that he dated on and off after he got off of the show or whatever. I know. But I, like, need him to write this down. And also, like, how does that correspond with when he hopped, like, when he was on the show? Well, now she's going to get him from charity. Yeah, he needs to map it out. Tell her. Because he's... I get where he's coming from being all like, these girls are trying to drag me through the mud on social media. Because it is easy for people to do that. Just of any partner, of any whatever. But that... I mean, he's not... You got to clear it up then. Of course, of course, of course. Right as we get Eliza saying, I wish Charity was here. She's the only one that could clear this up. And right as, like, Aaron B's all like, ugh, Charity's about to ruin this for me. Charity actually shows up at the beach. The producers be producing. Disgruntled ex. Disgruntled ex. Yeah, which I feel like that's cats being a little shady, though, too. But, like, I, I gotta, like, I want to believe that Aaron isn't, like, being shady. But, like, it, he wasn't giving great explanations. He wasn't really here for the right reasons. Did you want to talk to someone about that tonight? Um, if they ask me. Well, of course. I mean, Cat must know that Charity was coming down. I think they have to. I love how... How come Aaron is getting his story so straight now? He keeps saying disgruntled ex, disgruntled ex. Like, did he, like, plan something? He's all like, ha-ha. And be like, how this get to the beach, bro? He's all like, well, my disgruntled ex, DM Charity. Charity talked about it, figured it out about it, and then talked to Kat, her bestie, and then Kat all of a sudden brought it up.
Eliza's like, let's get to it. Like you're having a cute little chat with the whole group. Like let's do a private chat because I'm with your most recent ex-man. Wow, so Aaron B's pulling cat being like, hey, what the fuck did you say to my girl? Because now she's up in arms. Oh, yeah, because they were talking because, like, he was, like, giving her pup talks around her stuff, too. Disgruntled ex-girlfriend, I swear to God. A friend? How are you being a friend, Kat? Oh my god, Kat. You're a liar. You kind of are a sh Rumor slandering Aaron's name from the, the disgruntled ex-girlfriend. This is a preview for next week. No, Eliza! Uh, Aaron. Oh, and now these two are gonna come back in. Oh my god. Jess, we want Jess to be happy. Oh my god. That's not gonna go well. Oh my god, this girl needs to, oh my god, did she just force this makeout with John Henry? Oh, never mind. Alright folks, thanks for joining for this different version of a tipsy talk slash our podcast, Future Bachelor, episode 288. This is, um, I wanted to shout out my co-host, Cy. It's his birthday this weekend. That's actually why um, we're trying this out. He is traveling to Orlando to visit family because his nephew also has a birthday this weekend. Um, so happy birthday to Cy. And um, can't wait to see more of the drama of the, you know, fighting after boys and, you know, who is Gary going to pick and some of these ladies getting real on Golden Women Tell All next week. I think it'll be a great, fun week of, of firsts and of of hard row ceremonies. So thanks for tuning in. Um, let us know your thoughts. If you listen to the podcast, if you watch the YouTube, how this worked out, give us all the comments, all the feedback.